0: are Locked On Kentucky. Your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, what's going on Big Blue Nation? Welcome on into Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast specifically, we take a dive into all things Kentucky Athletics. On today's episode... Of Locked On Kentucky. We are going to be previewing the entire NCAA tournament. Going to be taking a closer look at Kentucky's region and their draw, but we're going to be predicting every single game here on Locked On Kentucky. If you've got your bracket out in front of you, if you want to follow along, if you want to make predictions as we go through today's episode, you are more than welcome to do so. Start out here though. Let's go through the West region. Of the bracket, going to start here in Gonzaga's region. Number one, Gonzaga versus number sixteen, Georgia State. Honestly, I don't think this is going to be a very close matchup. Although I will say, Georgia State arguably the best sixteen seed out of the four in the field. Uh, that's obviously not including the first four matchup uh, in the field between, I believe it's Wright, Staten, and, and Bryant, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm going to take the, uh, the 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 Gonzaga Bulldogs to win this one. Uh, Starting off here in the West region, Boise State, the eight seed, versus number nine Memphis. I'm gonna take Boise State to win this one for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, I don't like Memphis. (laughs) It's just part of part of the bias here. And then also on top of that, I don't know if Penny Hardaway is a great coach. And I know that he's got a lot of talent. I know that they just beat Houston recently. That game was at home. This game, I believe, is all the way across the country in Portland. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, I just yeah, it's in Portland. I just don't know if uh, Memphis is going to be able to travel and play well against a Boise State team that's actually not half bad. Uh, plays plays very good defense. Uh, do the Boise State Broncos number five UConn versus number twelve New Mexico State taking the Huskies in this one? I'm not really thinking too much about it. UConn not a great shooting team, but they've got length. They crash the offensive glass really well. Uh, very lank- lanky. Uh, they like to run the floor a little bit. Really, really good UConn squad. Uh, I think they're going to beat New Mexico State. Number four, Arkansas versus number 13, Vermont. This is a game that I struggled with for a little bit because uh, I really do like what the Catamounts are doing as a team. And I really respect the fact that they beat UMBC to, to make it here uh, in their conference title game. But I'm going to take the Razorbacks to win this game. I think Arkansas has too much talent. I think that J.D. Note is going to be able to play very well in this NCAA tournament. So I think Arkansas takes the cake there. Moving on down, number six, Alabama versus the 11th seed, which will either be Rutgers or Notre Dame. Right now, I would lean Rutgers to win the first four matchup between uh, Notre Dame and Rutgers. I think Ron Harper Jr. is a phenomenal basketball player. I think he's going to be able to carry them to at least one victory. Uh, but will they beat Alabama? I don't know. I mean, Alabama's been so streaky and so inconsistent. If you go and look on ESPN's tournament challenge, I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but I believe that I believe that it's literally right now split at a 50-50 uh, between Rutgers or, or and Notre Dame or Alabama. I'm going to take the Crimson Tide to win their first game. I'm going to say they beat Rutgers or Notre Dame. Don't feel very good after that, and a lot of it has to do with their opponent. Uh, which they would be facing in the round of 32, which would either be Montana State or Texas Tech. I'm going to take the Red Raiders to win this game uh, as the three seed. I think Texas Tech playing phenomenal defense uh, so far this season. They don't necessarily have one designated point guard. They don't have one guy that's like a true number one point guard, but they're a very solid team overall. I think Again, they play phenomenal defense, arguably the best in the country. Number seven, Michigan State versus number 10, Davidson. This is another one uh, that I kind of struggled with for a little bit. I, again, the, these uh, these uh, these close matchups, this, these eight nines, uh, the 4-13 with Arkansas, Vermont, and then Michigan State and Davidson. Davidson, obviously, offensively, a uh, pretty talented team. They play pretty good defense as well. Michigan State, though, has played some much, much, much more difficult competition. 4-8 against top 25 opponents I noted earlier when I was looking at Michigan State. I think I'm going to take Tom Izzo to win this game. I don't feel great about it. Going to take Michigan State to advance to the round of 32. But I would not be surprised to see Davidson uh, to pull off this uh, this upset. Number two, Duke versus number uh, number 15, Cal State Fullerton. I'm going to take Duke in this game. Not really much else you can say. All right, moving on to the round of 32 here. Again, this is the West region of the bracket. Number one, Gonzaga versus number eight, Boise State. Yeah, I'm going to take Gonzaga to win this game. I, I Honestly, if you are in the camp that believes Gonzaga is not going to make it past the round of 32. And you just feel strongly about that. I would say that you're in a relatively small camp. uh, And I, I would, and in my opinion, personally, I would say that it's the wrong camp to be in. Now it could happen. Could happen. They could lose to Memphis. They could lose to Boise state, but I don't believe it's going to happen. I think the Bulldogs are just too good on the offensive end. Uh, to lose in the round of 32. They're going to beat the Broncos in advance. Number five, UConn versus number four, Arkansas. This should be a phenomenal game. Both of these teams are very similar, in my opinion. They've got a little bit of height. They rebound well. They run in transition well. They don't shoot particularly well. But both are really, really solid squads. Uh, Both teams, resume-wise, are very similar as well. Uh, Statistically, they're very similar as well. I'm going to take the Razorbacks to win this game. Don't feel great about it because I think this is going to be an extremely competitive matchup, but I do like my chances with J.D. Notte. Again, I mentioned earlier, I think he's going to have a good tournament. I think the the three games that he plays, he's going to have a good tournament. All right, number three, or excuse me, number six, Alabama, taking on number three, Texas Tech. In the round of 32, this is to advance to the Sweet 16, Texas Tech, and I don't really have to think about it much, Uh, they've really, really dominated at times this season on the defensive end. Alabama streaky shooting the three ball. They love to shoot the three ball. How does that look uh, against the Red Raiders and their defense? I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's a great matchup for Alabama. I'll say that. All right, moving along here. Number seven, Michigan State versus Duke. Does Tom Izzo take down Coach K on his final tour, uh, his final season of his? I don't think so. I think that when, you, when you've watched Duke at times this season, if you're just a casual observer of the Blue Devils, you'll, you'll tune over, you know, you'll flip over to ESPN2 or ESPN, whichever channel they may be playing on, and you'll see them typically in a tight race against an average ACC school. And as some of you may know, the ACC has not been particularly great this season. And so you really start to have to ask yourself, okay, Duke's got all these talented players. They've got some of these transfers. They've got Paulo Bancaro. How far can they really go, though, in the NCAA tournament if they can't even handle some of this competition at home? And I think that's a legitimate question you have to ask yourself. But I think they at least make it past the round of 32. I know Izzo's a good coach. I know Michigan State's not a bad team. But I'm going to take Duke uh, to win this game in advance. And if you haven't noticed already... I went extremely chalk in the West division. In fact, I picked every single I did not I d I didn't I don't I don't think I've picked a single upset so far. But I, I will say though, in some of these other regions, I'm gonna I'm, i I do have some upsets prepared. But in in this West region, I think it is going to go relatively chalk. Quickly here, let's move on. Number one, Gonzaga versus number four, Arkansas in the sweet six team. I'm gonna take Gonzaga think they will be able to limit Arkansas's opportunities when JD Note. and the Razorbacks don't particularly shoot well from three either. So that is an issue. I'm gonna take the uh, the Bulldogs to win this one. Number three, Texas Tech versus number two Duke. this is this is going to be a close one in my opinion. I think both these teams are very good. I've kind of said at different points this year, Texas Tech is my measuring stick. If you can beat them, you're probably good enough to make it into the sweet sixteen and then really compete for an elite eight spot. And if you lose to them closely, you're probably floating somewhere around the sweet sixteen or a really close game of the round of thirty two. And I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna say Texas Tech loses to Duke and the the uh the sweet sixteen, but it's gonna be close. And I think had this been a different type of matchup, they would have a better opportunity to move forward. Because like I said, I know that Duke has struggled at different times, but they still have some really good pieces. Obviously, they've got Ben Caro. They've got a couple of really, really solid guards. They're not a terrible shooting team. So yeah, I'm going to take Duke to win this game in advance. And again, extremely chalk here. Gonzaga or Duke to advance to the Final Four. I'm going to take Gonzaga. Uh, I, I just think that the Bulldogs are not... Uh, I think they're too talented to not make the Final Four this season. Now, whether or not they go to the national championship is an interesting question, Um, it, even though it is likely. Uh, I mean, they were the number, all over, number one overall seed for a reason. But I think Gonzaga takes this game, again, extremely chalk in this West division. Some of the upsets that you may look for, you may potentially look for uh, Memphis over Gonzaga in the round of 32. You may also look for Vermont over Arkansas. You may also look for the eleven seed over Alabama. And then Davidson over Michigan State, I think is also another possibility there uh, to open things up. But extremely chalk for me in the West Division. Again, if you disagree with that, and I would not be surprised if a lot of you did disagree with that, I would love to, if you're watching on YouTube, we don't have a camera uh, for today's episode, but if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on podcast format, Let me know. You can hit me on the socials at LockedOnUK on Twitter. Let me know what you think about the West region of the bracket. We're going to move on here. We're going to talk about uh, uh, the rest of the regions in just a second. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about our friends at Stat Hero. Really, really love March Madness. And as you can tell, we're going through it today. I love putting together brackets. This is probably already like my third or fourth bracket that I've put together since it's come out. But, you know, it's been a while since the last time I actually went deep and or even actually won any money with a bracket, probably because I don't pick any upsets because I'm a moron. But this year, I'm actually going to hedge my bets with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contests. Stat Heroes NCAA single-game pick'em puts the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. You guys can start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that does not rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props, Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing within minutes. Guys, this is what daily fantasy was meant to be. You can sign up for free right now at StatHero.com slash LockedOn and use promo code LockedOn for a 100% deposit match. Again, that's StatHero.com slash LockedOn using promo code LockedOn for a 100% deposit match. Terms and conditions apply. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. This is the time of year that we've all pretty much given up on our New Year's resolutions. Three months into the year, would not be surprised if just about everybody, including myself, honestly, have just given up on everything except there's one resolution I'm going to stick to and it's, it's eating right, it's eating healthy, and a lot of it is thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like eating right is not even necessarily a resolution because I actually enjoy eating Built Bars. Have you tried Built Bar's Puffs? I know we've talked about the uh, Built Bar a lot on the podcast. If you've not tried their Puffs, it's something new that they've got. It's one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. It's the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. Fluffy, marshmallowy. they're delicious. It's not just a protein bar, guys. It is a treat. And not only that, it's covered in 100% real chocolate, as all Built Bars are. And there are so many different flavors to choose from. They've got mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, white chocolate cookies and cream, tons of different flavors outside of that. They're all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. You can go to built.com and you can use promo code locks 15 to get 15% off your order. Again, you can use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off right now at built.com. All right, moving along here on the Wednesday edition of Locked On Kentucky, Lance dog here with you. I'm very thankful that my voice has not completely shut down yet. Uh, if you listen to yesterday's episode, it was a podcast uh, only. One of the worst episodes I've ever done in my entire career because I was coughing all the way through it. Laryng- laryngitis is not fun, guys. Uh, hot take, laryngitis is not fun to try and get over, especially when part of your job is to speak for half an hour a day. But anyway, moving on here, let's go ahead and do Kentucky's region. Let's do the east region of the bracket, and then we'll save the last two regions uh, for last, and we'll try and breeze through them. Number one, Baylor. Number one overall seed in the east region versus number 16, Norfolk State. Taking the Bears. No questions there. Number one, or excuse me, number eight, North Carolina versus number nine, Marquette. Should be a fun game, both of these these teams. Now how to score a little bit, Marquette. Surprisingly, actually played a, a, a what's what appears to be a more difficult schedule, just based on the the, the amount of top twenty five opponents that they played. Both these teams not great defensively. UNC obviously has a has a arm, arm, Armando Baycott got some pretty solid uh, guard play as well. UNC's kind of been up and down this season. You know they've won some good games, they've lost some bad ones. Obviously beat Duke at Duke for the last game of uh, Coach K's career in uh, Cameron uh, Indoor Stadium. But I think I'm going to take the Tar Heels to win this game. It's just a gut feeling. I think Marquette's good. But with the way that UNC's been playing recently, especially having seen them beat Duke on the road, yeah, I think they can get back get past ninth-seeded Marquette. Now, if Marquette wins this game, we'll not be shocked. We'll not be shocked. Moving along here, number five, St. Mary's. Versus the 12th seed, which will either be Wyoming or Indiana. I think Indiana wins that game. I think Wyoming's good. But I would probably take Indiana to win that matchup. Uh, I said this on yesterday's show. Wyoming does a really good job of getting back to the basket post-ups, post-ups consistently and then getting getting shots off of that where they kick it out. Wyoming's really, really good at that. But Indiana's got Tracy Jackson Davis. Enough said. I'm going to take St. Mary's to beat either of those two squads, though. If you saw the way St. Mary's played against Gonzaga and slowed that team down and made them work for every single thing that they got and still lost, I think that St. Mary's is capable of beating a team like Indiana or Wyoming. Moving along here, number four, UCLA, versus number 13, Akron, UCLA all the way. Don't even have to really think about it. This team went to a Final Four last year and just about brought every single guy back. I believe they might have actually brought back everybody, if I'm not mistaken. That mattered. And so I think they're going to be a legitimate threat to win this region, actually, to be honest with you. Number six, Texas versus number 11, Virginia Tech. I believe Texas has lost in the round of 64 in their last four appearances. Uh, Let's make it five in a row. I'm going with Virginia Tech. Just won the ACC uh, tournament. Shooting very well right now, I think they would probably probably be a trendy upset pick, which means that they 're going to lose to Texas uh, it March Madness is one of those things where the more you know about the sport, it almost feels like the worse you do. The more you know about these individual teams, the more you know about their trends, their players, their stats, everything that you know about these teams, the more that you you immerse yourself. In picking a bracket, the less that you actually know about how the tournament's going to turn out, Virginia Tech may end up being one of those one of those teams where everybody's getting on the 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 hokey train and they lose immediately. But I'm still going to take Virginia Tech. <laughs> I'm still going to take them. Uh, number thir- three, Purdue versus number fourteen, Yale. Purdue taking Purdue. Uh, Yale uh, has one specific player. Can't think of his name. Azar Swain. Had to pull it up. Azar Swain. Very, very talented guard. Can shoot, can get to the rim. Outside of that, Yale doesn't really have a a lot else. And I think Purdue is is too stacked at a variety of positions. Even though they may not play the best defense. Number 7, Murray State versus number 10, San Francisco. This should be a fun game. This should be a really fun game. San Francisco obviously playing in a much improved West Coast Conference this season. Murray State. One, I believe it was the Ohio Valley is the conference that they played in. This game's going to be in Indianapolis. Would like to think that Murray State fans show up, and I think they I think Murray State wins the game. Got uh, a couple of really talented guards. More complete. I said this on yesterday's show. I think it's a more complete team than the John Morant squad from a couple of years ago. They don't have a John Morant on this team, but it's a more complete overall squad. And then, obviously, Kentucky versus St. Peter's. Look, we're going to preview this game for the entire episode on tomorrow's show. But I uh, I think that Kentucky wins this game. Uh, St. Peter's has a lot of issues. After taking, taking a closer look at them, a lot of issues. I don't think the Wildcats, unless they completely shut down from three, which St. Peter's is a good defensive team, but unless Kentucky completely shuts down... I don't think this game is going to be particularly close. Number one, Baylor versus number eight, North Carolina. Now, this one could be fun. This one could be fun. I really want to pick UNC here. And I know Baylor's not completely healthy, but I'm going to pick the Bears for a couple reasons. Number one, defense. And number two, I think they still have a decent amount of pieces. Now, whether or not LJ Cryer is going to be healthy for this game, I think is a big question. And if he's not, then you really have to start thinking about the upset potential here. And I'm gonna take Baylor. Number five, St. Mary's versus number four, UCLA. I think UCLA has way too many weapons. Johnny Juzang, Cody Riley, uh Jacquez, Jamie Jaquez, I believe is I believe is his name. I might might be completely wrong in the pronunciation there. I usually am. Yeah, I'm gonna take UCLA to win this game. I think they are they are definitely capable of making a sweet 16. Number 11, Virginia Tech versus number three, Purdue. This should be a really fun matchup. Uh, And I, I, I I really think that Purdue, at times this season, has struggled on defense. And we've seen them really be susceptible to teams that know how to shoot the three ball. And I think that Virginia Tech is definitely one of those teams that can shoot the three a little bit, and they proved that they could do so in the NCAA, or in the uh, ACC tournament. So I think that I think that we're going to take Virginia Tech here to win the game. I just pulled it up on a note. The Hokies are third nationally in three-point shooting percentage, 39.3%. Is this a bad matchup for Purdue, for Purdue? A little bit. I think I think that Purdue's definitely got more size than Virginia Tech does. So I I would I would take Purdue in that aspect, but if Virginia Tech's hitting their threes, then I don't really think it matters. I don't really think the 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 length that that Purdue has in the front court matters. Number seven Murray State versus number two Kentucky. This might be uh, potentially one of my favorite games of the tournament. Murray State, like I mentioned, solid, very solid. Uh, Kentucky, though, think if they if they're shooting better than they have been at different points late in the season, if their guards are actually playing. Uh, Like, they want to score, and they don't want to just fog up a two-point jumper just because, I think that they'll win this game. I think the Wildcats win. Number one, Baylor versus number four, UCLA. Believe it or not, picking an upset here. I'm going to go with the Bruins to advance over the Baylor Bears. And then Virginia Tech versus Kentucky. I think Virginia Tech loses here. I think their run ends here in in the Sweet 16. Going to take the Wildcats to win, and then just UCLA and Kentucky in the Elite Eight. This should be a phenomenal game. A lot of potential for some really good matchups here if Kentucky is able to win some of these games. Kentucky goes to the Final Four. I think they match up against Gonzaga, and they get to the Final Four, and I think that's going to be a really fun game. We'll break it down later on before we go and break down the other two parts of the bracket though and again if you're still following along i'm just giving i'm just giving my my opinion on today's episode I'm not, I'm not necessarily stating a whole lot of fact i'm just predicting the way the bracket is going to go so if you completely disagree if you want to talk about it again if you're listening on podcast format locked on uk on twitter is the place to go you can you can hit me with a with a with a message you can tag me in a tweet give me your thoughts on what's going on we had somebody for the SEC tournament. I thought this was so awesome. I'll say this before we move on. We had somebody from Peru reach out, and and he, he tagged me. He was like, really appreciate the show. Here's my prediction for the SEC tournament. And he actually, instead of printing out a bracket or something, he drew it. Like, he drew it out, and he used the colors for every single team. And he had the seating and everything and the times and everything. It looked incredible. It was awesome. I absolutely loved that. I'm not telling everybody that's listening to go draw out the NCAA tournament and then send it to me. I just thought that was really cool uh, to to be able to uh, to see that. And so again, if you've got suggestions as to what your what the bracket should should what's going to happen in the bracket, what your predictions are, hit me on the socials or if you're watching on YouTube, just put it in the comments below. I'm typically I'm typically uh, very responsive in the YouTube comments. Before we move, we move on to the other half of the bracket, though. I'm going to tell you guys about our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now essentially impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need for your vehicle. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer and they choose the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? Instead of doing all that, you yourself have computers at home with access to rockauto.com, again, either at home or in your pocket, and you can save time and money when you use Rock Auto, why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even maybe 100% more for the same parts for your car from a chain store or car dealership when you could just use Rock Auto? Rock Auto is also a family business. They serve uh, do-it-yourselfers. They've done it for over 20 years, and their prices are also reliably low for every single customer, and they have everything you could ever need from brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet, and you can go to rockauto.com right now and you can see all the parts available for your car or truck. You can write "Locked On" in their "How did you hear about us?" box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. You can visit RockAuto.com today. All right, wrapping up the Wednesday edition of Locked On Kentucky. Going to try and breeze through this half of the bracket here with you guys, and we'll pick the final four and pick a national champion. And again, if you've got any thoughts, YouTube comments. Hit me on the socials. All right, number one, Kansas in the Midwest region. Taking on Texas Southern, or I'm not going to lie, I don't know what TCC stands for. So I'm just going to assume that Kansas wins the 116 matchup. If this is disrespect to, I think it might be uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. That may be what this is. But I'm going to take Kansas to win this game. Number eight, San Diego State versus number nine. Creighton, really fun game here. I think it's going to be a, a little bit of a defensive struggle. Creighton at times has shut down on the offensive end, especially here late in the season. I believe there was a game recently where they scored like 48 points. Good job, Creighton. Team that likes to shoot the three ball. Apparently can't hit. San Diego State has been known for their pack line defense over the past few years. And uh, I believe at one point, uh, just a couple of years ago, they were, <laughs> excuse me, they were a really, really, really good team. Can't tell. I'm still trying to get over laryngitis. It's a struggle, boys. It's a struggle. I'm going to take San Diego State to win this game because I think that while it is lower scoring, I think that SDSU has a better defense. Number five, Iowa versus number 12, Richmond. Iowa's one of the hottest teams in the country right now as a five seed, by the way, This just goes to show you anything that happens in the conference tournament usually doesn't matter unless you win it and you become an auto bid when you weren't supposed to. Iowa was a projected five seed before they won the Big Ten tournament and they finished as a five seed. Like, it didn't matter. But Iowa playing really, really good right now. Averaging over 83 points a game. Shooting lights out. They've got some really good players. Keegan uh, Keegan Murray, uh, Bohannon, is another really, really good guard for them. Yeah, I'm going to take the Hawkeyes. Number four, Providence versus number 13, South Dakota State. Another upset here. I'm taking South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits. Really, really like the Jackrabbits. It always seems like they're one of those teams that makes it into the NCAA tournament. They're always typically one of those trendy upset picks because they really, really know how to play offense. They really know how to score. (laughs) Excuse me. So that's going to set up. Number five, Iowa versus number 13, South Dakota State. In the round of 32, it's going to be a really fun Midwest matchup. We'll get to that one in a second. But LSU, the sixth seed versus number 11, Iowa State. This may be one of the worst matchups of the entire tournament because neither of these teams really know how to score. Both of them play really, really tough styles uh, of of defense. One of these teams doesn't have a coach. Shout out Will Wade. Uh, it's It's a weird time to be an LSU fan. With all their major programs, with some serious, uh, serious turnover. Oddly enough, though, I am going to take the Tigers to win this game over the 11th seeded Iowa State. If you've not watched Iowa State during these final like 10 or so games of the season, they have the same issue as Creighton, and the fact that they can't score. Outside of Isaiah Brockington, they cannot score. It's pitiful. Number three, Wisconsin versus number 14, Colgate. Taking Wisconsin here. More veteran team. Solid lineup. Johnny Davis is good. Is he 100%? I don't think it's going to matter against the Toothpaste team. And if Wisconsin somehow loses, they're breaking one of my sacred rules of college basketball, which you don't lose to Toothpaste. Second rule is you don't lose to food. All right, number seven USC versus number ten Miami. I really like Miami's five out offense. Really like their guard play. USC solid defensively. Can their bigs get it done in this game? Not if Miami is shooting a bunch of threes. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm taking I'm taking the Hurricanes. Number two Auburn versus number fifteen Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State really likes to shoot the three ball. They live and die by it. They're a very undersized team. Defensively, they're not very good. And so while Auburn may not be able to shoot a rip, uh, shoot worth a rip and they may be one of the most fraudulent teams in the nation right now, uh, I still think that they can beat the likes of Jacksonville State. Number one, Kansas versus number eight, San Diego State, working our way back up the uh, Midwest side of the bracket here. In the round of 32, Kansas is going to win that game over SDSU. Ochai Abaji, very, very talented player. Uh, may be able to get it done for them and get Kansas to the final four here. Number five, Iowa versus num- number 13, San Diego State. Taking Iowa in this game, although I would love to take the upset here. Taking Iowa because they're playing so hot. Number six, LSU versus number three, Wisconsin. I'm going with Wisconsin. I don't feel great about it. But again, LSU is without their coach. So that may, that's probably going to be a big factor. And then number 10, Miami versus number two, Auburn. Uh, I'm going to pick an upset here. And this is not biased. This is not because I don't like Auburn. It's because I genuinely genuinely believe the Tigers peaked in January and they are falling apart. They're going to lose to Miami in the round of 32. Miami advances. Number one, Kansas versus number five, Iowa. Going to take Kansas to win this game. Should be a phenomenal matchup, though. And then number three, Wisconsin versus number 10, Miami. Going to take Wisconsin to win this game. Don't feel great about it, but I am going to take Wisconsin. And then the team that makes it to the final four, it's Kansas, in my opinion. It's going to be Kansas. And let's see if we can breeze through here. Let's see if we can breeze through the South region. Arizona State versus Wright State. Or Brian Arizona is going to win that game. Number eight, uh, Seton Hall versus number nine, TCU. I think TCU is going to win that game. I think they've been relatively impressive this season. Number five, Houston versus number 12, UAB. Houston's going to win this game. Uh, amazing defense. UAB is probably going to really struggle in that matchup. can't believe UAB was seeded so high. Number four, Illinois versus Chattanooga. I'm taking Chattanooga in this game. I'm taking the mocks. Taking the mocks in this game. They've got a little bit of size. I like it. I'm taking the upset. Number six, Colorado State versus number 11, Michigan. I'm taking Michigan in this game. Colorado State, not a great defensive team. Michigan, probably a little bit more gritty. They've got good bigs. Taking the Wolverines. Number three, Tennessee versus number 14, Longwood. Tennessee all the way every single day. We've gotten to see them so many times this season as Kentucky fans. They can shoot, they can play defense. That's a good team. Tennessee is a really good team. Number seven, Ohio State versus number 10, Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago all day, every single day of the week, and twice on Sunday. Give me the Ramblers. You do not doubt Sister Jean. Not in the first round, at least. Number two, Villanova versus number 15, Delaware. I've got a friend that goes to Delaware. Unfortunately, his team's not winning this game. Villanova is advancing. So number eight, no, excuse me. Number nine TCU versus number one Arizona, taking the the taking Zona in this one. Number five Houston versus number thirteen Chattanooga, taking Houston in this game. Number eleven Tennessee, or number eleven Michigan versus number three Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee in this game. And then another upset here: number ten Loyola Chicago against number two Villanova. I'm taking Loyola. Loyola played Tennessee just a couple of uh, uh, years ago in the NCAA tournament, but they're not going to win this matchup. Tennessee advances. And then number one, Arizona versus number five, Houston. Arizona's going to win this game. Excuse me. Dropping everything here on today's podcast. And so that leaves us with Arizona and Tennessee, which team's going to make it to the Final Four. I'm going to take Tennessee. Going to take Tennessee to advance. Tennessee's already beaten this team once this season. They play really good defense. I think they're going to be able to do it again. Give me the balls. Final four here. Number one, Gonzaga versus number two, Kentucky. Again, just a prediction. Hate to say it. I think Gonzaga's got too much length. It's going to give Kentucky problems. Gonzaga wins this game. <laughs> Excuse me. Go you know, half an hour, your voice really starts to cut out. Number three, Tennessee versus number one, Kansas. I'm actually y'all are gonna call me crazy. or call me crazy. I think Tennessee and Gonzaga match up in the national title game. Y'all may say that's stupid. You may say, Lance, that's dumb. I'm just gonna pick I'm picking it. I'm picking it. And in the national title game, I think Gonzaga beats Tennessee. I think by a final score of seventy nine to seventy five, I think that's what we're looking at. And I think the the Zags win their championship. I think Mark few wins it. I think they uh, they break the stigma that Gonzaga can be good, but they can't win national titles. I think they're going to break that this season. I think they're going to get it done. I think this team is is more well-rounded, actually, than last year's team. I think they're a little bit more balanced. They're, they're very solid. They've got uh, Andrew Nimhard at guard. They've got Chet Holmgren, Drew Timmy. Got some really, really solid pieces all over this squad. So I think the Zags are going to win it. If you've got a prediction for the uh, for the uh, for the bracket, if you think Kentucky's going to win, let me know. Kentucky has some of the best odds to win the NCAA tournament. They actually have the best odds, according to Bet Online, to win their region, which is why I picked them. But anyway, if you've got any thoughts, leave them in the YouTube comments below, or you can hit me on the socials. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnUK. You can follow me on Twitter, at LanceDaw underscore, and then you can follow the show on Instagram, at KentuckyPodcast. I will see you all tomorrow. Kentucky versus St. Peter's. Going to preview that matchup. It's going to be a fun one. See you all then. Have a good day, and God bless.